Welcome to the Know, Like, Trust podcast for real estate professionals. In this podcast, you'll discover what it takes to establish know, like, and trust, and connect with the right people for success in real estate. If you're a marketing strategist, real estate agent, or another professional in the real estate space, and you're interested in building a referral-based business, you're in the right place. Here are your hosts, Betty Russo and Christine George. Hello, 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 everyone. Hope you're having a wonderful day. And I am Christine George. I am your host today. And I am once again without my partner, Betty Russo. But I think she might be joining us live. She is on vacation. And she said, I'm going to try to join you live. And I said, just enjoy the vacation. Enjoy the the pool. And and the beautiful sun. So we're missing Betty today, but once again, I'm going to try to get this on my own. Super excited today because we're talking to Heather Colby and Heather is the founder and owner of Ideas for Real Estate. And I was so excited to talk to Heather today because she and I have sort of a similar background. Um, Heather is based out of Orlando uh, and she comes from a real estate marketing background like myself. She worked for ERA, is it Grizzard or Grizzard? Yeah, I worked for ERA Grizzard for over eight years. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> so, and we actually met here in Boston a few years back at the HubSpot Inbound Conference. And at that time, Heather, we were like the pioneers because there weren't a lot of real estate uh, industry people who were leaning into the HubSpot platform. You and I were, and we had a great conversation about that. I remember we were sitting in the Starbucks inside the Westin Hotel, um, and we just stayed in touch after that. So she has since broken out and created her own marketing company, and I'm really excited to talk to her a little bit about that today. So welcome, Heather. Thank you. I am so excited to be here. And that brings up so many wonderful memories. And I have to tell you, I went to Inbound this year, went to the same Starbucks and my coffee was $12. <laughs> so <gasps> things have definitely changed. And Oh my goodness. For real? You, yeah, seriously. And when you think about, you know, the evolution of real estate marketing, like you said, years and years ago, people weren't talking about content marketing. They weren't really talking about social media. It was all very basic. And now we're really leaning into a space where agents are empowered by their marketing, right? It's not just a chore that you have to do. It's not just another to-do list, but it can really take your business to the next level. If you focus on yourself, your brand, your customer, all of that comes together in a modern way now that we weren't seeing years ago. And I think it's really a refreshing and an exciting place to be right now. Even though we yeah. might complain a little here and there about algorithm changes and things like that, yeah. there is still so much opportunity moving forward. There is. And I think social media, you know, the social platforms per se have, have really enabled us to be able to um, promote our own brands, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so I, I want to start by just kind of, um, taking you back and like, give us the story of how you got started in real estate. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. That is going way back. <laughs> so <laughs> I have, so my entire professional career has been in marketing. I went to Florida state for marketing. I worked in marketing. And then in 2014, I saw a job listing for a director of marketing for a real estate brokerage. And that was my intro to real estate, right? That's where the, the love affair began. And it's so interesting because back then people were just starting websites, right? Social mm -hmm. media was just kind of a new place to be. So 
I am fortunate that I was able to grow within the real estate industry and I was able to grow within marketing, continue to evolve and to innovate and to push boundaries to get to where I am today. And that's what I love to do is to really think about what's creative, but also really lean on what is strategic because we can get so excited (laughs) by all the different options we have out there that it's important to step back and say, what's going to work for my business. And that's what I've been doing for many years now. (laughs) And so what I continue to do to this day. So, um, you you bring up some great points and we're going to talk a little bit about prioritization because I do feel like marketing is this black hole. It means many, many different things. Um, number one, number two, everybody feels like they're a marketer. Um, and so we have to sort of, there's some education involved in that. Um, but before we go down that road, what happened? You've had, you fell in love with real estate. Like we all do. And inevitably we get this entrepreneurial bug, right? What made you decide to go out on your own? Well, that is, definitely a two-part story. So if anyone listening is familiar with my background, I worked in the corporate world. I was the chief marketing and tech officer for many years in real estate. And at the beginning of 2020, pre-COVID, January, one day my hip just started hurting. And I thought, oh, I've been working out too much. I've been pushing myself too much. Um, My husband eventually got me to go to the doctor because I don't like to go. And I found out that I have this um, rare condition called DDH and it completely changed my life. So in a nutshell, I've had five major surgeries in the last two years, major reconstructive surgeries where I spent months on bed rest. I've had to relearn to walk so many times. My walking is just now getting better, but it made me reevaluate my life. It made me step back and think, okay, what am I doing moving forward? What fills me up? And where do I see myself in the future? Because when all that happened and I had three of my surgeries, I was still at my corporate job and it was a very difficult struggle, life balance, work balance. And just mentally, it was a lot, even though I had to take leaves of absence, but what fueled me during that time and what kept me positive was working on my podcast. So I had launched a podcast in 2019 ideas for real estate, just to share what I love to share my passion. I love talking about real estate marketing and helping others. So during the time of my surgeries in 2020 and beginning of 2021, I really poured myself into that and it gave me something positive to focus on. So instead of honestly, one night I was, it was like 11 midnight. I had a huge surgery the next day. I'm really nervous. And instead of being nervous, I'm like, like writing Instagram captions. I'm working on my blog. It kept my mind busy and that worked for me. And then I realized this is what I want to do with my life. I love doing this. I can see this for my future. I love helping agents. I love connecting with them from all over and brokerages and the pieces just fell together. And then the summer of last year, I launched ideas for real estate. This year I launched the marketing suite, which is my realtor membership. So it's all kinds of things for realtors, training, social, email, really focusing on authentic marketing that is doable and works for everybody's business. I'm a big proponent of having that solid strategy behind your marketing. There's a reason for everything that we're doing, but also that we can apply it in your local business. What's going on Mm -hmm. in your market? What are your goals? What are the customers you're looking to connect with and have a system that works for agents? So while it's been very challenging, I'm not going to say it hasn't. My most recent surgery was in July. I'm feeling so much better now, so much better now. It changed my life for the better. It, it really did. I'm, I'm very grateful to be where I am today. 
Oh my God. That's a, that's a fabulous story. And I, you know, I have to say, I, you're not the first person and probably won't be the last to say, um, to talk about sort of what COVID did to change your life. I think, um, so many people just reevaluated where they were, what they wanted, um, and how they wanted to go about living their life, you know? And so I'm, I'm, that's just such a happy story. I'm, I'm really excited for you. And I, I, I wish you all the best with your business. I love how you kickstarted it with your podcast and your blog. And then you, you know, came into your own business and then leveled up this year with the membership, uh, the marketing suite. So I, I love that. Tell me how you came up with the name ideas for real estate. Oh my gosh. When I got that podcast name. So sometimes it takes me a while to think of something, right? And I was one night, I was just sitting on the couch trying to think of something. I was on GoDaddy seeing what was available, right? Because when we think about branding, I want whatever I'm using to be the website, the social platforms, everything. And I found that ideas for real estate was available. And I was like, this was meant to be. (laughs) I grabbed it up and it was was pretty easy process compared to time I spent other times (laughs) thinking forever. It just came to me one evening and it was available and it worked out. Oh, that is phenomenal. And, and, and I want to talk to, we're going to talk about consistency too. So we've got so many things to talk about. The first thing I want to go back to what we were talking about as it relates to sort of that black hole of marketing, Mm -hmm. because it can be consist of so many different tactics. Um, how do you go about helping agents and brokerages um, prioritize what their marketing strategy and tactics should be? Well, I think it starts with recognizing, taking a step back, that strategy and ideas and tactics, they are not the same thing. I have seen so many agents, brokerages, people over the years hop into an idea. So you see, okay, I see this agent filming these amazing videos. I want to do that. Or I went to this conference and we really need to double down on our website. Or I learned about this lead funnel that we need to do. And that's where we get into that cycle of being overwhelmed, of the marketing not working and helping us reach our goals. So what you have to do, I love ideas. I'm an idea person, okay? But you have to step back and say, okay, what are my business goals? What are we trying to achieve here? So we always start with business planning. And then we think about what marketing strategy supports that. Do I need to be on Instagram? Is that where my customers, my business could grow? Or do I need to be somewhere else? Do I need to focus on this strategy versus another? And then we can do the cool ideas, the innovative strategies, I mean, the innovative tactics in there. So maybe that video that you saw and you were inspired by, it will work for your overall strategy, but you have to step back and make sure that you are following that line because you're going to try things and then you're going to get frustrated. You're going to say, I spent forever on that and I didn't get any results. Yes. Or so that was too hard goals, to accomplish. Business goals first. That is really a foundation of, you know, whatever your marketing strategy is going to be. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Now, um, here's the other thing that I find. Agents want to be all things to all people. So your marketing strategy, the beauty of your goals should be that your marketing strategy in following those goals are going to support the niche, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're, you can't be to all things to all people. Talk a little bit about that. 
So I'm a big proponent of target marketing. <laughs> and like you, I have talked to so many people that you're afraid to get specific because you're going to miss out on all this other business. Yes. Right. What is that? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> this mindset that if I'm specific, then this random person and opportunity isn't going to come to me, but yes. that is not the case. And I like to think of it. Let's say you're standing in a crowd, like a big crowd, like imagine Disney, you're standing in a Disney crowd and you just start talking really loudly and you want people to notice you and engage with you. And you know what? People are not going to, they're going to walk on by, right? <laughs> They're just going to walk on by. They're not going to pay you the time of day because they're busy doing everything else that they've got going on in their life. But instead, if you turn to somebody and said, hey, I really love those sneakers that you're wearing. Where did you get them? Or I noticed that you're wearing an Ohio State backpack. I also live in Ohio and start those individual connections. That's what's going to lead to relationships. And I always say that conversations lead to closings. So if you are so worried about trying to attract everybody, you're not going to attract the specific people. And when it comes to target marketing, so when we think about target marketing, that's geographic farming, which can also be digital. It's niche marketing. When you choose who you want to target and you are purposeful, that creates a stronger connection because people are going to see that marketing. Your ideal customer is going to see that marketing and say, Hey, that's for me. That agent is speaking directly to my challenges. They're speaking exactly to what I'm looking for. And that's going to start a conversation and you can always add on. It doesn't mean that you can't have business that comes from other places, but that's the channel that we're focusing our marketing. And then maybe you expand later, but that's actually going to bring more business to you than just trying to say, Hey, I'm a realtor and I'm in this huge area. Come work with me because yeah. honestly, people are not going to care. You have yeah. to make them feel special with your marketing. Your marketing should be about them and not you. And you're not going to be able to do that. If you're just being vanilla generic, trying to capture anybody and everybody. Yes. So, that's so important. <laughs> yeah. I love, and I, I am like right there with you. I'm singing your song. The other thing that that made me think of is, and it's totally understandable. Marketing is a long game. Mm -hmm. So even when you're doing all the right things, you're not necessarily going to see that return right away. It's a long game. Katie Lance always says it's a marathon, not a sprint. Right. So yeah, you've got to put in the time and you just have to trust that if you can, when you continue to do the things time and time and time again, the business will come. You just have to give it, you have just have to give it time. And it, it is a long game and don't give up because I know I feel that way too. Like, wait, I did X, Y, and Z and nothing happened. Well, people need to hear things seven or eight times. Number one, and number two, like you just have to continue to stay top of mind by staying in front of them for exactly. sure. Exactly. And yeah. I think that goes back to the beginning of the conversation strategy. So mm -hmm. even if you're being consistent, if you're putting the work in, if it doesn't have that strategy, that foundation to hold it up, it's still not going to work for you. Yeah. So you have to be very purposeful with your marketing. Can you a little bit more about each thing that you do. I, I love this. Can you give us an example of what would be a strategy versus what's an idea? 
Okay, sure. Absolutely. So a strategy is saying, I want to be the go-to listing agent in this specific area. And I know that customers in this area have these demographics. They're on these social channels. They're going to probably engage with me in this way. So my marketing to support that needs to be, maybe it's on Google, maybe SEO is something that you're still doing, or I need to engage with them through personal connections. I need to work this specific social media plan that I have to reach the specific customer. So it's overcompassing, right? It's we know who the we know who we're trying to attract. We know what the goal is. We're trying to get listings in a specific area. We know what the customer is like. And then we think about all the different ways that we can engage that one customer. An idea on the other hand is saying, oh, I saw this trending reel. I'm going to give it a try. Or, oh, I heard about Facebook ads. I'm going to start paying for Facebook ads. So we could go back and say, okay, does Facebook ads support that strategy? Could I run Facebook ads to target this specific area? It's going to be a little harder now than it was years ago, but, but you get my drift. Let's say you were focused on really engaging your sphere. 90% of your business comes from your sphere. So we need to build your marketing strategy to engage your sphere and then build upon that. I always say identify and amplify when it comes to your marketing, identify what is working, pour more into that, Mm -hmm. amplify it. And then we can add on, look for additional opportunities. But you know, if 70% of your business is coming from your sphere, 30% is coming other ways. Why would you devote 20 hours of your week doing something random when we could put more energy into engaging your sphere through modern marketing? Definitely. You can still do that with modern marketing. And then maybe we add in some additional opportunities for you. So identify and amplify is a big part of that strategy. So smart. So smart. I love it. That's super helpful. Let's talk now about consistency. We know consistency is key. What does that like? So go back to your example. So you have this strategy, you want to get listings in a certain area. Um, and you know, you've got some tactics to, to, uh, support that. What does consistency look like in that example? So for that, you would have really have to think, we would think about the different ideas that we would use for your strategy in all But I always want to remind people that less is best when it comes with consistency. A lot of people get into this kind of excitement, even motivational point where they're like, I'm really going to double down on my marketing. Talk to agents all the time like this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this, 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 and that. That is not going to lead to consistency. What I say is do one or two things, do them really well, get it down, get consistent with it, and then move on. And then move on. Yeah. So if it's maybe you are for working on sellers in a specific area, maybe you're thinking about, okay, I already have a lot of connections. I've sold a lot of homes in those areas. What are those ways that I'm going to re-engage my sphere for the repeat and referral business? Or yeah. maybe it's, I really want to be the go-to expert in that local area. So people not only list, but buy with me. So I'm going to double down on branding myself in that area. And that would probably include a social media strategy And then add on when we get good at that, a website strategy for that longer term marketing, like you were saying. Yeah. So you have to get one thing, do it well. And another tip here I have for consistency um, might be a little bit of an unpopular opinion, but (laughs) if you are kicking and screaming about an idea, don't do that. Right. If your broker is telling you, you got to get on video and you're like, I just hate video. I don't want to do it then don't do that. 
Now, that's not the same as saying you can't get good at video. If you're motivated to get good at video, absolutely. When I started video, I was not very good, but I got motivated to get better. And, you know, I'm always improving just like everybody else. But I would recommend that you lean into the things that you enjoy and the things that you're good at, because then you will be more consistent with it. So if you enjoy social media, you enjoy creating reels, you enjoy creating content, do that. Find where it is that your zone of genius is, where that zone of genius matches where your customers are. Remember, we always have to be strategic and lean into that more for consistency to make it more fun. Oh my God. Brilliant. Brilliant. Love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. So one of the things that I do in in my business planning masterclass is uh, a SWOT analysis. And I always tell people because they get hung up on the, they don't put anything that they're like, oh, I do one or two things really well. And here's my long list of, you know, stuff that I just don't do well at all. Mm-hmm. It might my biggest weakness. And I say, don't worry about the weakness. What all that is, it's a little box to say, these are the things I need to delegate. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about trying to get good in your weaknesses because you'll never be as good as you are in one of your strengths, you know, lean into your strengths and continue to practice and get better. I mean, I am hundred percent on that. Yes. Another big thing. It's asking for help. You can't do it all and do it all well, right? It's impossible. I can't do that. You know what I mean? You can't do that. Nobody can do it. (laughs) So what are those weaknesses? Could you delegate? Could you hire someone? Are there resources at your disposal right now? This is a big thing that agents forget. You go off trying to find new things. What do you already have? Maybe it's a tech, a tool support system that you could leverage. Yes. Start using right now. And then maybe we grow from there. Maybe that changes. Yes. But it's so important to not go at it alone. Yeah. You're not going to be the best at everything. You're you're not. So get that help that you need, and that's going to lift you up. Yes. Love it. All right. So let's talk about, you know, time. As you know, we're we're thinking about, you know, all the things that we have to get done. Do you have tips on how to save time? I mean, that is one question I get all the time. How every you know, social media is a time suck. Mm-hmm. This is a time suck. I don't know how to do Canva. Like, what is your advice for saving time? Well, I think a big part there is not doing it all yourself, right? That's going to save you time. Leveraging resources that are out there, whether it's social media plans that you can follow, content that you can implement, some kind of person to help you. One, that's going to save time. Another idea is to be smarter with everything that you're doing. So I'm a big proponent of repurposing your marketing. So many times we're guilty of this. You'll create something. Let's say you create a video, you create a reel, you share it and you move on with it. That's time. That's energy. That's value right there. And we have to spread that message. So let's say you created a video just for social media. Let's repurpose that. Let's stick that in your email newsletter. Let's put it in drip marketing campaigns. Let's actually text it to people. You could say, hey, I was thinking of you and this video might help. Wow, that's a a novel idea for marketing, right? Actually having a conversation with somebody in 2022. But we could do that. You could DM it to people. You could add it to your email signature. You can take the audio from the video and repurpose that. There are so many things that you can do with that one piece of content, that one marketing that you do. And I have done this trick my entire professional career. It saves me so much 
time, so much time. So here's an example of how I do it in my business. And I'll give an agent example. So I have a weekly podcast, right? So I write out my intro. It's less than a minute. Usually that intro is obviously used on the podcast. It introduces the episode topic, kind of tries to hook people in. Then we use that intro that I wrote. So it's in my voice, my marketing manager. So extra support and help uses that to write the caption for social media that goes to promote it. All the text goes on our blog post. That same copy, that paragraph is used in our email marketing. Mm-hmm. See where I'm going with this? So I did one yeah. thing. Somebody helped me to pay, take it more places, still with yes. me, but I was mm-hmm. being smarter with my time. So you yeah. could do the same thing. Let's say an agent has a social media post that they spent a long time on. They've got a great caption there. Well, could you put that in an email newsletter? Could it become part of a drip campaign? Could you add that to your website? I see now so many great videos, many little reels, short form videos, TikToks, whatever it is about the process, tips for buyers. I'd like to know how many of those agents are embedding those videos on their websites. It would make their website so much more interesting, engaging, add a little bit of text copy. It would help you with SEO as well. So we can start. I always like to think of marketing as kind of an onion, the layers and keeping it all tied together. That will save you time and make you more effective. I love it. I love it. Oh my God. There, so there've been so many little goodies that we, you know, you have spoken about today, like tons and tons and tons of all the tips that you gave us, you know, as we begin to wrap up our conversation, what are the three most important things you'd like our community to know? When it comes to marketing in general, Mm -hmm. I would say the first thing with marketing is to not think about marketing as marketing. So you started the conversation as what does marketing even mean? I like to think of market marketing as an opportunity for connection. It's the way for you to open your door and have a conversation with somebody. So start thinking of your marketing like that. It's not a way to sell people, to manipulate people. It's a way for you to introduce yourself to somebody else and start that relationship. And when you start thinking about marketing that way, it's very empowering. So one, keep that mindset. Two, when it comes to marketing, lean into marketing that feels authentic to you. A lot of agents don't like marketing because you don't want to feel salesy. You don't want to bother people. You don't know what to say or post. Your life is very interesting. (laughs) People want to know you. They want to work with you. So show that off. Spend time on your personal branding. Your personal branding is not colors. It's not logos. It's how you show up and who you are and how you form connections. Focus on that personal branding because maybe we change your target marketing. Maybe you change brokerages. Maybe you move across the country. That is something that is always going to stay with you. And then the third thing is start with your business plan. So I know you're doing business planning. Start with that business plan. Take your business plan and then create your marketing plan. And then once we have that marketing plan, let's say it's the marketing plan for next year, then we can implement all of our ideas, all the tactics every month and keep reevaluating, adjusting, and pivoting. Maybe say this was overwhelming. I wasn't able to get it done. Or, hey, there was this huge opportunity in my market that I want to capitalize on. So it's important that we look at our business and our marketing and not speed ourselves up over it, but be realistic and then motivate ourselves to move forward. So those would be three tips if you're listening those, today. Those are, po- are powerful. Marketing is an opportunity to connect. 
Lean into marketing that feels authentic to you and start with your business plan before you create your marketing plan. I love it. I love it. Okay. <laughs> Final thing, finish this sentence. Oh, okay. No, no like, like trust is. No like trust is. I think the embodiment of who you are. No like trust is the embodiment of who you are. Because back to the original conversation, if you're showing up and saying, hey, I can help you. I care about you. I want to see you achieve that goal. I want to see you have that home for your growing family. I want to be able to see you downsize and move across the country in your next chapter of your life. And I am there to help you. And this is who I am. This is who you'll be working with. These are the things that I love. This is what I do well. And then bringing that all together to create that relationship. So I would say it's the embodiment of who you are. I love that. Heather, where can people find you? Definitely on social. So I'm big on Instagram. You can follow me at ideas for real estate. And that is the same across all the social networks. Definitely head over to my website. Same thing, ideasforrealestate.com. I have a lot of goodies on there, a lot of blogs, podcasts, free resources that you can download. And I know we talked about sharing a resource today. So I have a holiday marketing social media pack. It's 50 posts. It has reels and templates and everything that you need for holiday marketing. It was a paid product last year, but I'm going to give it away today. If you go to ideasforrealestate.com slash holiday, you'll see the page for it. And then use the code KLT podcast. And then you'll get all the goodies that are in there. And oh my then God. definitely while you're on ideas for real estate, make sure that you check out the marketing suite. If you're looking for more trainings, more creative, authentic marketing, and your social media, your email marketing support, and so much more. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much. That's really generous of you. And I have had so much fun. Um, this conversation has been awesome. I love talking to a fellow marketer yes. who gets it. Um, and you know, I mean, you're just, you're so authentic yourself. You've built this great brand, red hair, yellow. I just (laughs) love it. Um, So to everyone who's watching, make sure you follow Heather, ideasforrealestate.com, ideas for real estate on all the socials. Um, If you're watching today, remember to click subscribe so you can get notified every time we release a new podcast. Um, and if you're listening on our podcast, we'd love it if you would give us a five-star review and maybe a couple of really fun comments, share it with your friends. I think that's it. Thanks everyone for joining us. Thank you, Heather, so much. We really appreciate you spending some time with us today. Hope you all have a wonderful day. See you next time. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, we'd love it if you subscribe and leave a review. If you're interested in being a guest on the show, please reach out to Christine or Betty on social media for consideration. You can find them on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Please join us next time for another insightful conversation on incorporating know, like, and trust into your business.